Hello and welcome to Market Talks, a series of podcasts presented by Argus addressing the events impacting commodities and the energy sector in Brazil and around the world. My name is Camila Dias, I'm Argus Brazil Country Manager. In today's episode, I talk to Renata Cardarelli, reporter for the Argus Brazil Grains and Fertilizer publication, about the discussions on decreasing fertilizer use during Brazilian 2022-23 crop. Welcome, Renata. Hello, Camila. Thank you. And it's a pleasure to be here once again. Renata, Brazil is highly dependent on fertilizer imports. Considering the situation in Ukraine and the rise in the fertilizer prices, what are the perspectives for Brazilian consumption for the 2022-23 crop? Well, Brazil's fertilizer deliveries to growers and blenders totaled 45.8 million metric tons, an increase of 13% over 2020, according to National Association for Fertilizer Diffusion, ANDA. Fertilizer imports last year rose by almost 20% to 39.2 million tons, accounting for 85.5% of total deliveries. Domestic fertilizer production rose by 7.3% in 2021, but it is still a small part of total deliveries, totaling 6.9 million tons, almost 7 million tons. Before the conflict in Ukraine, the estimate was that Brazilian deliveries would reach from 46.5 to 47.5 million tons. But since then, market participants estimate 2022 deliveries will decrease over 2021. The most pessimistic estimates project a 20 to 25% decrease, but the consensus is that deliveries may decrease by around 10 to 15% to nearly 40 million tons. Renata, previously you mentioned that before the situation in Russia, Ukraine, the estimates pointed to an increase in 2022 fertilizer deliveries. What is the real importance of the Russian origin for the Brazilian market? Well, Russia is a huge fertilizer supplier to Brazil. Around 30% of the 5.1 million tons of phosphate MAP 1152 Brazil imported in 2021 was delivered from Russia. Regarding granularia, Russia accounted for nearly 18% of Brazilian imports of the nitrogen product in 2021. On potash, Russian and Belarusian origins totaled almost 50% of Brazilian imports in 2021. But with Russia cut off from the global SWIFT payment system and logistics from the Baltic turning increasingly expensive and uncertain, Brazilian farmers are rethinking their strategies and cutting potash use is on the list, Camila. Another regarding the 10 to 15% estimated decrease, is there any nutrient that might be reduced the most? Yes, actually there is, Camila. Potash usage is likely to be reduced more than phosphates and nitrogen during 22-23 crop, largely because of its ability to remain in the soil for a prolonged period. Soybean farmers in Mato Grosso state, the main breadbasket state, may reduce around 30% of their potash application in the 22-23 soybean crop. 
the second nutrient that Brazilian farmers are likely to consider reducing is phosphates. In Mato Grosso state, farmers may reduce nearly 25% of their phosphates application. Market participants say it would be possible to grow up to two seasons with less phosphate than usual, with less effect on yields. Interesting, Renata. Can this potash reduction be done in all acreage areas? Mm, to be honest, no, Camila. Farmers are expected to carry out agronomy analysis to calculate the amount of potash available in the soil before making the decision over how much the nutrient will be used in each area. Alternating crops is a way to optimize potash retention in the soil. To grow soybeans, Brazilian farmers usually need an average of 100 kilos per hectare of potash. When farmers plant corn and grasses in the same area, the soil produces around 200 kilos per hectare of potash. This means that after a good corn crop, farmers can take advantage of favorable soil conditions and use less potash while farmers that do not alternate crops will have less margin to reduce the application. It's very interesting to discuss fertilizer usage decrease in Brazil, considering its soil is poor in nutrients, Renata. Is this discussion in course in Argentina, for instance, which is the second South America's largest farming producer? Yeah, you do have a good point, Camila. That's interesting indeed. Brazilian experience for reducing fertilizer usage is different from our neighbor Argentina. Brazilian soil is historically poor, while Argentinian soil is historically rich in terms of nutrients. But since we're talking about Argentina, I'll take this opportunity to quote one of the greatest cultural Argentinian references, Mercedes Sosa, who used to sing Todo Cambia, which means everything changes throughout the years. Brazilian farmers have used a large amount of fertilizers, while Argentinian farmers usually use around 50% less fertilizer than the soil actually needs. That means their soils build up fewer reserves of nutrients, suggesting Argentina has less margin to cut its fertilizer imports than Brazil. We talked about phosphates and potash reduction for the Brazilian market. What about the nitrogen usage, Renata? Nitrogen is not needed to grow soybeans, but usually farmers use around 20 kilos per hectare. For farmers not to use any nitrogen, the fertilizing would have to be done with TSP and SSP, which lack nitrogen nutrients. Uh, farmers' purchasing decisions, though, are made according to market conditions, and normally farmers opt to use MAP 1152 or NEPs 1246 or 1140. Brazil still is in its off-season period regarding nitrogen purchases for the corn crop. Market participants say it will not be possible to reduce the amount of nitrogen used in the corn crop as granularia vaporizes and therefore the soil does not have any reserve of this nutrient. 
That's interesting. Thanks a lot, Renata. These and other episodes of our podcast are available on the Argos website at www.argosmedia.com. Visit the page to follow the events that affect global commodity markets and understand their developments in Brazil and in Latin America. We'll be back soon with another edition of Market Talks. See you soon. <music>